Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the first premiere episode of the La Vida Luca podcast, where it's all Mavs, all Luca, all the time. Unfortunately, it's probably the worst time to start this podcast because the Mavericks <laughs> on a horrible losing streak. What is going on here, Ryan? I think COVID, lack of our rotational players and the team playing together, and interior presence are our biggest problems. I mean, we're 20, we're 28th of rebounds and 23rds of blocks. So I think that's definitely hurting us. Everyone been, I think we played the Joker, we played DeAndre Ayton, and we played Rudy Gobert. So that doesn't help in that department one bit. So I think that, that that's what's happening. And slowly we're getting pieces back and trying to figure that out. So the combination of that can be uh, very, very tough. Last time we, we talked about this, we're... We we're excited. We were happy. We were on a four-game winning streak. But since then, we've had some brutal losses. Obviously, having half the team out because of COVID didn't help. I think, like you mentioned, Chris Ops is getting you know the rust off. He looks decent. Uh, I think one big issue that's standing out to me right now is Willie Holly signs like his his minutes are getting limited again, right? And one thing I was really excited about and I love seeing during that winning streak was Willie Holly sign out there, right? I, I felt. A big difference, so hopefully, you know, Rick takes another look at that and you know gives the guy another shot here. I think Luca really knows how to use Willie Collie's sign too, in terms of finding him in the paint and pick and roll game and that and that sort of thing. I think he really works defensively. I mean, he takes a lot of gambles and sometimes he's out of position, but a lot of times he's able to contest the centers and at least give them a fight for their buck, you know, down low. Especially without Maxi Kleber, I think he's very needed in that area. Yeah, for sure. And we actually talked, you know, on the phone this past week after the first Jazz loss. You were freaking out a little bit. You were just like, where do we go from here? What's going on? What do we need to do? And I was the cool, calm, collected one, right? But since then, I've lost my mind too, okay? On that day, I told you, hey, relax. We're only like 11th in the standings. You know, our team's coming back. They're coming back from COVID. It's going to take some time, right? Like, just think about our team out of all the NBA teams, haven't spent all, you know, been 100% healthy and spent time together, right? It's going to take a little bit of time here. I'm not too worried. It is a little bit shorter of a season, 72 games. But I said the first quarter of the season, you know, the 24 games, you're just chilling. You're just trying, you know, get that rust off, see where you're at. But, like, this next 24 games is is the big deal here, right? Um, that's where you're trying to see, is this actually a legit contender or are they actually just not even going to make the playoffs, right? Uh, I think right now we have a lot of questions here. They're not too many games away from being in the playoffs, but right now, as we're talking and recording this podcast on Sunday night, they are 13th in the West. There's only 15 teams in the West, people, right? <laughs> like this is this is scary, right? I don't feel good at all. And I think with the scheduling going on because of COVID, you get all these back-to-back games with the same team, right? We saw we got whooped by we got mollywhopped by the Jazz twice last week. We took we took another loss against the Suns last night. We play the Suns again on Monday. I actually felt pretty good with the team last night. It was a pretty competitive game. KP was ruled out of the game, um, but you know I think we just kind of let it go in the second half. Like we were actually leading for for a nice portion of the second and third quarter, uh, but we just kind of let loose. And um, obviously, Luca had some uh, not so nice things to say after the loss last night. He this is a quote from him. It's looking like we don't care, right? And he mentioned how tired he is of losing. And that's actually the scariest thing to me, right? When we talk about Luca, an all-star, right? Like one of the best players we've ever seen. And, you know, hopefully down the future, you know, top three, top five player, you know, potential MVP candidate type annually. 
Um, that's not something I want to hear from him, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he's had, you know, two bad seasons. The team hasn't gone anywhere. We saw, yeah, at least they made the playoffs last year, which was great. But, like, we're expecting this team to make the second round of the playoffs this year, right? And right now, they're not even going to make the playoffs <laughs> with where they're standing. So the thing that worries me is that superstar mentality, right? Like, if we don't make a deep run in the playoffs this year, next year, or, or in his final year, two years from now, I feel like he's going to move on, right? So I feel like that's the panic mode that the Mavs front office needs to be hitting. Donnie Nelson needs to be start calling other teams and saying, what pieces can we move and who can we get? Because I think, you know, I'm not in a huge rush. I love first-round picks. I love the young talent. But it's time to, it's time to get him some help out here. Because Luka's the only really good thing on this team right now. Yeah, it's and initially it's frustrating because you're getting blown out by a Utah Jazz team without Donovan Mitchell. Then you get beat with the Suns team without Devin Booker. I mean, it's really, really frustrating. And you have most of your team back, Sands, Maxi Kleber. Now, if Maxi Kleber is the MVP, please correct me. I mean, he is good. <laughs> but and, and and at the same time, Luca he's putting up near triple doubles every game. Like last three games, he's averaging almost thirty points a game, six to seven assists a game, and that's but the really low three-point percentage, you know, people sitting on the wings waiting for that three-point shot. And, I mean, look, I, I think Luka is still playing outstandingly, and they're still losing games. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. At one point, do you say, okay, we need to make a trade or or do you retool the lineups? What 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 needs to be done? Or is it just an energy thing coming off, coming back from COVID, Richardson and Finney Smith still kind of, you know, didn't get the conditioning in that they needed to get back. I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but they're all NBA players. They're all, you know, they need to be that condition, that athleticism. You know, you can't just come in and not be prepared. So how, how long can you wait until you stop making these excuses and saying, hey, we need to do something or we need to get new personnel on this team? And this is as much, I think, as a player. It's a whole team. Rick Carlisle is involved too. He needs to rally the troops. He needs to figure out game planning, you know, personnel, but what, whatever he needs to be done too, motivation-wise as well from Rick Carla. I think it's it's a whole team right now. Yeah, no, that's totally true. Like you mentioned, no Devin Booker, we took an L. No Donovan Mitchell in two games, took two losses. Even against the Nuggets, right? Jamal Murray got kicked out of the game, I think early it's fourth, true. late third, yeah. and we still lost the game. And that we actually had a lead. I think it was 102, 100 or so. Or so. We ended up losing the game, and I'm just like, this has got to stop, right? I think the good thing is it's not like utter blowouts, right? At least they're somewhat competitive. At least they're somewhat coming back in the fourth quarter or whatever. But if this, if these losses keep piling up, at some point, players are going to lose hope, right? And you're going to see them not try as hard. They're going to give up. They're going to look defeated going into games. And I think that's really going to affect the whole locker room culture. It's going to affect Luka and his future with the team. And I feel like priority number one is making Luka happy. Right, surrounding him with the pieces he needs to to help him be successful. Um, <clears throat> it's gonna be hard. Uh, I think obviously we they had a four game winning streak earlier in the season, and we're just hoping to to get some nice W's upcoming, right? Um, but let's let's see. Like you mentioned, I think right now is you're in the tinkering phase, right? You're trying to see, let the team get healthy, see what the rotation looks like, who's in the starting lineup, who works the best. But I think you know as you go down another 10 games if you end up going i don't know three and seven right then you have big problems on your hands and i feel like mm-hmm. at that point you need to be calling up other front offices and trying to maneuver a nice little deal and i think that's one thing you can always trust with the mavericks front office 
Donnie Nelson is always calling up other teams and saying, you know, we always get these nice trades we didn't even know about. We didn't expect. We just get like, oh, maps traded for this thing. You're like, oh my goodness, how did that happen? <laughs> so, you know, I'm hoping, you know, it doesn't get to that. Uh, but if it does, I trust in the front, front office to to make the right moves. And, and as you said before, as we talked on the phone a couple of times, that some of the pieces the Mavs have in this starting lineup wouldn't be starters and other teams. They may be bench players or role players of that uh, of that sort. And I, I don't know if the weapons are just not strong enough that Luca has around him or if there's another issue. But one thing I've noticed from watching the games, the games that the Mavs have struggled have been the ones that have formidable big men. So Joker with... Uh, with Rudy Gobert, with DeAndre Ayton, because they're getting out rebounded, they're you know getting the paint is being dominated by them, and I think that's a really big issue, especially when they get out rebounded because they don't get second chance points, they don't they give the other team multiple attempts. I mean that's still just a recipe for you know disaster, along with the lack of defense and the inability to defend those bigs because Chris Paul is having his way. With uh, DeAndre Aiden, he was dominating down there, over there, and, and it doesn't help that KB is, you know, obviously he has to be arrested because of his injury, but to have him in and out, be kind of messing with the chemistry and the the lineups there. And one thing I was thinking about, just like lineups wise, and please, I I, I love Josh Richardson. I think he has the talent to be successful, so don't take this like I don't think he should be in the starting lineup, but to me. Looking at the second, uh, the backup lineup, Jalen Brunson and Burke coming off the bench together doesn't make much sense from a defensive standpoint. And I think, to me, Jalen Brunson's done really, really well with the first team unit, and he's another playmaker which could help, uh, which could help Luca because Hardaway helps Luca a lot because he can make his own shot and score. So I think maybe putting Brunson up there as starter, Hardaway and Richardson coming off the bench will add them defense on the bench. And then have Burke as like that playmaker with THJ could help that. I don't know. It's just an idea, you know. And then it won't leave like Burke and Brunson on an island to guard someone that's probably they shouldn't be guarding. <laughs> it's just it's just a thought though. I don't know if it'll work. Yeah, no. And you can not... also take Finney Smith out and put Richardson keeper. I don't know whatever. But yeah. maybe you got to try. That's true. Like I said, I think there's. A lot of tinkering that needs to be done. And that's a decent idea. I think when you think about the offensive punch, it's nice to have Burke and Brunson off the bench. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't rule out anything, right? This All we know is this team need help, needs help, and what's, what they're doing right now is not working. And like I said, it's not, uh, you know, the worst of times right now. It, they are 13th in the standings, which really freaks me out because, like, yikes. But they're only a couple wins away from moving up. And I think one thing I forgot going into the season is – it is 10 teams make the playoffs, right? Basically, 9 and 10 have the play-in games. So all you need to do is get in the top 10, right? And ideally, you're in the top 6. So you don't have to play in. Because my worry is, like, you barely make it to 8th and you lose in the, the play-in game, right? <laughs> um, like, that that would really be sad. But uh, it's, it's still early on in the season. I'm still trying to keep it calm and collected here. But uh, And one thing I just want to throw out there, 
you didn't mention that Luka Doncic nearly, you know, averages a triple-double for the whole season, right? And it's not like he's even chasing numbers. It comes quite easily, yeah. right? I just want to throw that out there. Not like, oh, the team's sucking. Oh, he's pushing people out to get his rebounds or whatever. Like, it just comes naturally. He's just giving his all-out effort. Um, but I don't want to be like, oh, Luka's just chasing stats. No, he's like just literally this damn good. And and I think he's focused on his defense, too. It looks like he's been stepping up and focused on he he was guarding like CP3 he was guarding some of the 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 big the more talented players on other teams and it looks like he's doing a pretty decent job and uh, I think having Maxi Kleber back I think he's going to come back soon I think that will help tremendously I think because his defense is really really good and even though he's an undersized big man like to guard DeAndre Ayton or Gobert I think his size and his rebounding and his defensive uh, down low will really help the team. I think maybe pairing with KP will help KP because maybe they can switch, you know, whatnot. And spread the court as well because really Kyle Stein's three-pointer is not something you can, uh, something that you can depend on. But Kleber has a three-pointer, so having him and KP, that will really spread that too. So I, ho- I hope his presence back helps the Mavs out too. And yeah. having everybody on the team back for <laughs> Yeah, for once, right? Hopefully they can keep that going and everyone's healthy and, you know, they get the full roster ready to go. Um, but that's something we'll have to keep an eye on going forward. So currently sitting, we are 8-12, and 12, right? Not great. That is scary. That sucks. But like I said, nearly 500, not horrible. Especially dealing with KP missing the beginning of the season, a really tough schedule, and half the team being out with COVID for a couple of weeks. But upcoming, we've got the Suns again on Monday, right? I feel like, hey, why not bounce back? This is the perfect time. You just took an L on on Saturday. Let's bounce back with a win here. Then on Wednesday, you've got the Atlanta Hawks, okay? Yikes. You know you're going to get all that Luka and Trey Young talk. And, you know, you don't want, as a Mavericks fan, I don't want to lose to the Hawks, right? Because people like, my boy Shahan here are just going to be tweeting out, oh, Hawks won the trade. Oh, you know, Trey Young's better. So, like, I want this win against the Hawks, okay? They spent a shit ton of money in the offseason. I want to whip them and, and get this W here. But then you get the Warriors back-to-back who have been playing really well, right? Um, so, obviously, I don't know. You just play so many good teams. It's hard. Each game, when you look at it, you're like, oh, there's a good chance we might lose here. And, uh, you know, unless you're playing one of those bottom-tier teams, you don't feel real comfortable going into these games. Yeah, I think there's a lot of talent spread out in the league a little more evenly this time around. And it's hard to be feel comfortable playing anyone where you're playing the Warriors, even the Suns, and like all these teams. I mean, even some of the ones that aren't like doing great, still, still are really good teams, you know. So I, I never feel comfortable. I'm like, just go there and figure it out, game plan, do what you got to do. You're not yeah. going to stop Steph. You're not going to stop Trey Young. It's just about slowing them down. Yeah, and hopefully your offense can, you know, output more points. I mean, that's what it comes down to here. Uh, but yeah, especially in the West, right? There's only two teams worse than us. One's just barely worse. It's the Pelicans. And I think the Timberwolves, who we play upcoming in, in the next five games, they're 4-14. Four and 14. They're like the only legitly bad team. All right, so let's talk about the next seven games uh, before the next time we record here. We play the Suns, like I mentioned, the Hawks, the Warriors twice, Timberwolves, Hawks, and Pelicans. So when you look at that, how many games are you trying to hope to win here? Because like, like I said, these next 10 games I think are really key. You're at 20 games right now. Uh, I'm hoping you beat the Hawks, right? I think that's questionable, though. The Suns, mm-hmm. you're at least competitive with them. The Warriors, I don't know. I think you split, right? So let's say the next uh, next seven games here, you're going 
at least you need three wins. Yeah, I would hope at least four just to get the extra win to, to get over five hundred from those wins from those games. Yeah, no, easily. When you when you want, I think yeah, four is ideal, right? You're hoping for four or five. I think at worst though, if you got to go, you got to win three. I agree. I think actually, even though the Pelicans' record isn't that great, we're playing the Pelicans at last game. I think that's going to be a very tough matchup for the Mavs because they got both Zion and Steven Adams down low. So I'm interested to see like if they get Cleaver back, how how they're going to match up to that. Who who's playing? Who's getting the more minutes? If they can, I'm looking for are they going to be rebounding more and more aggressive defensively? That's why I'm kind of curious to see these next seven ten games if there's a change in that that field. Yeah, no, it's definitely gonna be tough. And actually, now that you mentioned it, that looks like a that looks like a loss right now, right? <laughs> Stephen Adams, Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram probably gonna go off, right? Like, oh, KP and Luca need to come in full form uh, for these next few games for sure. But yeah, like I said, these are seven games. The next ten, next twenty games, this is gonna make or break the season, right? If you lose majority of the games, you know, if you're losing more than 60 percent. I think it does not look good. I don't think you look like a playoff team. And I feel like that's really going to disrupt the whole team and, and, you know, locker room culture, you know, going into the next season. Yeah. I think if you finish this next seven games and you're like 10 and 17, it's going to be very, because like, you're so until it's so young season. So you didn't win five games in a row and you're back winning record, like back in a good position, but if you're two and seven or whatever, now you're like, Oh, now we're 10 and 17. A lot more games to get back. We're in the bottom. All these teams are really good. And you never know with COVID, injuries, whatever. Things can change in an instant. So, get exactly. the wins early on. Get just up some cushion. Easily, you can see, you know, the Warriors, if they get COVID, you play them back-to-back. You know, those could be two easy wins there, right, mm-hmm. potentially. I mean, it's just a weird season. And like you mentioned, it is an early season. I think we just need to, you know, keep it calm, cool, collected. And we'll see how things go. But, I mean, I think there are good and the bad, right? It's not like we're just, like, super shady right now. You know, there are some good things you can take away here. But, like you mentioned, it's just getting that, you know, ball rolling, right? They need to start getting, racking up some Ws. And this is, like I said, the the middle phase of the 72-game season. That's where it's going to happen and, and when you see uh, what your team's actually made of. Yeah, I hope to see some positive outcomes here. I really hope to see some Ws because... Like, it's a compound effect, you know. You get a couple wins, you get the momentum, you start building good habits and playing well, moving off ball, cutting, you know, playmaking, and you start getting some Ws. That momentum builds, that consistency builds, and then you start to put a good season. So I hope to see, you know, you're rebounding more, that sort of thing, and that continues. And then you get the positive vibes, the momentum, the consistency, the wins, the championship, the repeat (laughs) championship, the (laughs) three-peat. Right. Yeah, let's worry about winning a game first uh, oh. <laughs> before we get there. But like you mentioned, you know, you can get a nice little streak going on and winning majority of your games. We saw that with the Utah Jazz, right, going on an 11-12 game winning streak. The Nuggets as well, early on in the season, they weren't looking too good and went on this 4-5 game winning streak and turned things around. Now they're a top, uh, five, top four seeded team in the West right now. So, yeah, things can turn around quite quickly. But, like, at some point you know, then it's going to be too late. So let's just, you know, keep some hope here. Let's see with the whole team, what they do uh, this in these next two weeks, and we'll reconvene and talk about it. Well, that wraps up this great first episode of the La Vida Luca podcast. Give us your thoughts, you know, ask your questions if you have any. And uh, until next time, go Mavs. <laughs>